America's public enemy number one yeah. in the United States is drug abuse. Yeah. Welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. How's it going? It's your boy, Tim, and your boy, Dave. What up? Live and remote during the Corona during the Corona pandemic, bringing it to you live. I wonder if we could do a whole podcast without saying uh, Corona or COVID-19. Probably not. It's going to be impossible, not. dude. How long do you think we'll be talking about this shit? The rest of our lives? You think it's going to come like every spring? It's going to be like, oh, my God, Corona coming again. Like, you know. Yeah, I think it's going to be like the flu, man. It's going to be a regular thing. Man, that is scary. It's, it's just going to be another. I mean, do you think it's going to be like normal, though? Like another version of the flu? Like eventually it'll be like, oh, we'll give you these vitamins and. Yeah, I think once they get the vaccines and people start building up the uh, immunity to it, it'll just be like the normal flu. Well, I hope so. I hope it's normal. I hope things get back to normal, man, because it sucks us doing these remote podcasts. I mean, it's great for everybody, but um, except for us, because usually we'd be vibing, man. We, you know, smoke down, have a break, look in each other's eyes, go over production notes, you know, talk about strategies, talk about things we're going to get, you know, into and stuff like that as far as like legislatively. Fucking business-wise, but that's all right, man. I'm glad that we can still get the content out because that's it's what's temporary, important. man. That's what, yeah, it is temporary, and that's what's important is getting the content out. Speaking of content, do you know what the content of the CBD that you're using? Do you know the content of it? Is there CBD in it? You know that nearly 40% of the CBD that you can buy at like gas stations and vitamin stores and, and family video stores and things like that, you know that 40% of that product tests lower than advertised for the CBD content? Isn't that astonishing? Damn. Yeah, people don't give a shit. They're they, trying and to- they, charge, they charge so much for it when you go to the gas station or family video or something like that. Oh, yeah. Crazy crazy it's it's insane i saw that they were charging for a thousand milligram uh one ounce bottle of tincture like 199 dollars damn that's super outrageous if you're looking to try cbd for the first time if you're looking to maintain your cbd say you're already taking cbd and if you're trying to find a good source of CBD, we've done it for you. We've done all the legwork. You don't have to do nothing. All you have to do is go to happylifeherbals.com. Sign up for the mailing list there. That's all you have to do. We just got our payment system in order. Happy Life Herbals is the real deal. It's a highly concentrated half ounce bottle that you don't even need an entire dropper. You probably only need a quarter of the dropper to start. It's very punk, it's very uh, potent, so it does taste strongly like hemp, but it works phenomenal. I've been using it every day. 
And uh, it really has a great effect. And I hope that uh, you try it. And if you just go there, leave your email address. We can take forms of payment now. We'll even get with you right now and we'll figure it out until we get this thing rolling. The other thing. Exactly. On the other side of the spectrum, if you're looking for cannabis, if you're in a recreational legal state or medical and you're looking for the novelty item of the year, hint, hint, for the adult usage, of course, these are novelty souvenirs. You can go to 989seeds.com. You got feminized seeds. You got indicas. You got sativas. They're big, fat, juicy seeds. And they're on sale for you. 20% off. If you put the DAP. Damn. If you put the DAP in the discount code, boom, you're there. All right. That's enough uh, advertising. We only have like a half hour, 40 minute show, man. We can't have like 10 minutes of fucking sponsorship but we do appreciate the sponsorship and we appreciate your support because you don't know how much it helps us so we're gonna try to go this whole rest of this episode without saying the c word just see if we can do it that either two c words we can't say the rest of the episode starting damn it uh so Let's, I want to give a shout out to a couple of people that I've been every morning when I'm sitting at my desk and I, I log on to Podbeam. I listen to Ralph William podcast and he has good music. He's a cool dude. We love chatting with him. We love to support him. So if you have time in the morning and you want to listen to something delightful, He's got some good mixes. He'll put some music on, stop and talk. It's a live show. It's kind of fun. You meet people from all over the world. Go check it out. It's the Ralph William Podcast on Podbeam. Uh, There's so many different little acronyms for everything. The DEA, the DOG, the CGNG. Um, I know that's weird, but why is everything got to be acronyms? I understand it's easier, but you get confused with these things. So the DEA announced that they made more than 600 arrests. And this is on thehill.com, by the way. The feds arrested over 600 cartel members in Mexico. The Department of Justice and Drug Enforcement Administration announced Wednesday that more than 600 arrests have been made as a result of uh, interagency operation cracking down on Mexican cartel activity. Project Python. Bam. I know. Yeah. Pro- Project Python, a DEA led initiative targeted members of the cartel de Jalisco Nueva Generacion. Oh. <laughs> Ah, just call me Antonio Banderas, motherfucker. The fuck? (laughs) Woo! Man, you know what, dude? I'm just going to be honest with you, man. I am fucking higher than 50 Willie Nelsons at a concert with 50 hippies right now. 
I am just high as hell. So if I make mistakes, I'm not blaming it on that, obviously. But um, I'm just going to roll with the flow. I'm just going to roll with the punches right now. Project Python, the DEA-led initiative, targeted members of the cartel de Julisco Nueva Durinian... Generation. DJNG. Yes, I know. You got to say it. No wonder why. No wonder why. Answered my own question. According to the DEA, over the last six months, federal law enforcement officials have been monitoring the activities of the excused. The operation resulted in over 600 arrests nationwide, 350 indictments, significant seizures of money and drugs, according to the agencies, of course. There's not going to be a total there because the total changes, right? Depends who's doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Project Python marks the most comprehensive auction action to date in the Department of Justice campaign to disrupt, dismantle, and ultimately destroy the CGNG. CGA, CGNG. The Ching. They're trying to destroy the Ching. I doesn't even read that. I don't know, man. It don't make sense, man. <laughs> I'm looking at it, man. It's not making sense. You ever read that high? Ah, you ever read newspapers on weed, man? Or internet sites? Assistant Attorney General Brian Benzkowski said in a statement, I love it when they make statements. It is the, of course, he was talking about Project Python, the previous statement that I already read. He cited an executive order President Trump passed shortly after he was inaugurated that condemned cartel operations in the U.S. and directed federal law enforcement to use the Threat Mitigation Working Group, which was put in place by the Obama administration in 2011. Okay, so this these are cartel people in the United States. They're alleged Mexican cartel Damn. people, but they're in the U.S. Because the feds ain't going to be down in Mexico. You know what I mean? Duh. I'm just saying Project Python sounds kind of like a porno. Like a big orgy. <laughs> Come to the Project Project Python party of 2020. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you want to go watch some Project Python? I got it. Netflix that shit. Hell yeah. And then we'll watch the second part, Black Mamba. When President Damn. Trump signed an executive order prioritizing the dismantlement of transnational criminal organizations. The Department of Justice Justice answered the call and took direct aim at CJNG. We deem CJNG as one of the highest priority transitional. They should make a fucking uh, acronym for trans transnational organized crime threat. How about that? T O C T. You down with T-O-C-T? Yeah, you know me. Fuck that shit. 
you why don't you just make acronyms out of all this shit you know what i mean make it easier easier. for all of us yes and with project python that could be pp and with pp (laughs) we were delivering results in the face as a threat for american people according to the dog cgng is active in all major u.s cities such as los angeles new york city chicago houston atlanta the DOJ and the DEA also announced that superseding indictment Wednesday on charges of alleged continuing criminal enterprise against Niemso Ruben Osagra Cervantes, also known as El Mencho. He's the leader of the CJNG. El Mencho. What does that mean? Do you know what that is? I have no idea. El yeah hey man you ever uh watch that project python dude it means let's see al means senior mencho means bark dogs barking dogs senior Senior Barking Dogs. Senior of Barking Dogs. Ay, 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 ay. That is not a dog. No, it's like a chihuahua. So same thing. Yeah. A chihuahua. Yeah, chihuahua. It was, it was supposed to be a chihuahua, but it sounded more like, I don't even know what it sounded like. So uh, last month, his son... El Mencho's son was extradited from Mexico to the U.S. and served up on drug trafficking charges. Two weeks ago, on February 26, his daughter was arrested by the federales for the financial crimes. Oh, so it was a family affair. El Mencho, Damn. El Mencho had little Mencho and little Mencha doing all his dirty work. Why Project Python was just pumping away. And the PP. And the PP. See the D see the DEA? The DOG ain't that bad. Or the DOJ for that matter. But then you got the Snoop D O double G. Then you got like all this shit, you know? All these people. All these people here. They're all here for one reason. To sell drugs. And you busted six hundred of them. Arrested three hundred and fifty. Indicted three hundred and fifty. Significant money in drugs. So if they busted 600 Mexican cartel people in the United States, how many more are there? Because I don't even. Probably a ton. I probably wouldn't even have guessed there's that many from one car. That's one cartel. I mean, you think a cartel is going to trust sending drugs to just an ordinary person? They're definitely going to have cartel members in charge of the drugs here. So you're saying they send their own people up? It's probably all like, you know, it's probably just relatives. Relatives and. Yeah. You know, you see. Barking dog family and shit. Yeah, the, the, the dogs that bark. El Mencho. I feel bad for the effects of this drug war on everyone and not 
not necessarily cartel members because you know what they're doing they're moving massive amount of drugs they're filling a demand okay they're like any company but they're a black market company because then you're gonna say oh oh cartels they murder people and they kill people you don't think companies murder people and kill people you don't think that companies that are legal did you know that the apple what is it called uh what's the apple manufacturer in china the big one uh i forget it's like called firecon or something or foxcon or some shit i think foxcon okay they jump off the roof they had to put nets down because they commit suicide out of that out of that building yes that's murder so you think that they're depressed enough to go kill? Like I can't get no better of this. They had to put nets down there. You think that companies don't like expose their employees to dangerous situations? You don't think that companies exploit people, and you don't think that companies like cause people to die too, inadvertently sometimes. But oh, for sure, it's different, obviously, when you're intentionally if you're going to chop somebody's head off and do shit like that, like some real cartel shit, like some real. I'm talking about some real Grand Theft Auto type shit, right? Because that's like right, that's right. like the real cartel right there. They they glorify that shit in video games. Think about that. Grand Theft Auto wouldn't even be half the game it was if drugs weren't illegal, because that game's awful loaded with fucking illegal activity, drugs stealing guns hookers yeah it's crazy but do you think when they arrested the 600 people there was 600 more ready to take their place oh yeah that's that's how the cartels are so successful man they got people just waiting waiting to move up in their ranks so do they farm do they farm people into their organization like like companies you know how companies will like go to colleges and recruit young talent they'll go to like career centers and do that kind of thing and try to you know um develop new talent do you think the cartel does that too just like the nfl or something man you got the top recruits over here these guys retire. Who cuts the, they're coming who in. Cuts the head off to throw this. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's what. What could they have like a cartel Olympics? I'd like to see all these cartels like go against each other. Like you know, who could tote the most kilos, or who could, you know, <laughs> stuff the most balloons up their ass. I mean, that'd be awesome. You know what I mean? What are some of the most hideous crimes that cartels do? What do you think? I mean, because we're joking about cartels. And I mean, honestly, I'd probably shit my fucking pants if, you know, a couple cartel guys showed up in some cowboy boots with, in a fucking beat up pickup truck with a fucking jackknife well, on their let's belt. Talk about, let's talk about that podcast. Yeah. Hey, Bendejo. You bring in my cartel and your podcast, man. Fuck. <laughs> With a CGNG, motherfucker. Dude, I would shit my pants. That would be awesome. Well, I'm going to look up cartels, cartel crimes. 
the six most infamous crimes committed by Mexico's Zetas cartel. Okay, so we got a little countdown here. In 2010, the Mexican military found a grave with the bodies with 72 bodies of undocumented immigrants. The Zetas reportedly intercepted and killed the migrants because they feared they were going to be recruited by a rival gang, the Gulf Cartel. That's what I'm saying, man. The CG, the CJ, <laughs> the CJ, CG, the CJNG is just one fucking cartel, man. This is another one. In yeah, April, they, April two. They had enough for the Olympics. Yeah, dude. They they're they're automatically entered. The Zetas are automatically entered. Zeta intercepted several buses headed towards two border towns, kidnapping many on board. Then they executed the estimated 193 people on the ranch near San Fernando in April 2011. Zetas carried out the killing, suspecting they might have been recruits for a rival golf cartel. So they're just killing people because they think you're going to join the other cartel. That's, that's absolutely fucking nuts. If you're on your way driving somewhere, I'm so paranoid. I'm like, you're going to join the cartel, dog? No. Well, come here. <laughs> now you're not. Now you're not. What the fuck is this? This is some crazy uh, shit. Did are, are you aware of this activity? No. I've never heard of this. Number three. In August 2011, armed, affiliate, armed men affiliated with the Zetas cartel set fire to a casino in the Mexican city of Monterey, killing 52 people. It was the deadliest attacks over a Mexican civilians during the drug war. So that was just 52 people had nothing to do with nothing sitting in a casino. They just set the casino on fire. Again, the Zetas led a prison riot in February 2012, resulting in the death of 44 inmates. And the chaos allowed for the escape of 30 gang members. This is the this is the most horrible one right here. Less than a year after deadly casino arson attack, Monterey once again experienced the horrors of the lost Zetas drug violence. 49 decapitated bodies were found dumped on the highway outside the city in what police believe is related clashes between the Zetas and the rival Sinola Sinaloa cartel. So the, the Zetas are beefing with everybody. That's that's pretty disturbing, they don't, they don't, though. They don't give a fuck. Those, those five that I just read... In all seriousness, and all joking aside, because I know we, we want to have fun on this show, and we try to have fun, but man, that is that is some horrific um, circumstances. That's some bad, bad things that these cartels are doing, that are, or did, are doing every day, basically. So I don't want them here in the United States, man. I'm going to be honest with you. As much as I'm against the drug war, and I think this is the wrong, this is the wrong um way to deal with drugs these people are empowered by the money they make from drugs being illegal why can't anybody fucking see that why why can't the legislature and the government and the people of this country wake the fuck up and see it is the illegality of the drugs 
that is fueling these cartels. They would be nothing. They wouldn't have the money to buy the guns. They wouldn't have the money to hire the guys. They wouldn't have the money to slip fucking money to the, uh, you know, pay the border patrol agents to look the other way. They wouldn't have money to buy submarines to drive across the fucking ocean. They wouldn't have money to buy tigers and exotic animals and shit. They have fucking billions of dollars. That's why they can do this. How do they have billions of dollars? Because we are one of the most addicted fucking countries on the face of the planet. And everybody here is either snooting, tooting, snorting, fucking drinking. You're doing something. If you ain't doing something, you're fucking bullshitting. You're bullshitting yourself. You're drinking coffee. You're doing something. So what? Juan Valdez is your drug dealer. You're still hooked. These people didn't deserve to die like that, though. No. They didn't deserve it, man. Pisses me the I fuck agree. off. They don't deserve that shit. You don't deserve to be... No person deserves to be decapitated because you, you know, you thought you were going to join some, you know, other rival. So they're protecting their territories, man. They need to because that's their money coming in. So the last of the six things is oil theft. More than 1.8 million barrels of crude oil are stolen from Mexico's state-run petroleum company, Pemex, every year by groups like the Zetas, resulting in violent clashes. Several blasts... Yeah, when I knew... Uh- when the new president took over, he tried to stop that. I don't know if he did or not, though. Yeah, they're stealing 1.8 million gallons of crude oil every year. Dude, a barrel goes anywhere from, I mean, a barrel can go up to $100 a barrel. Yeah. It could be anywhere from 60, 70, 80 bucks on a low, you know, like it is now, all the way up to like 100 bucks a barrel at peak. Think of that's a lot of money. That's a hundred million dollars. They're just stealing. <laughs> They're just coming in like, hey man, where's the oil? <laughs> it's over here. Where's the barrel? It's over here. Okay, let me get it. What the fuck? How much do you want? One point eight million barrels. I think what they do is uh they they set explosives up around the Pemex, uh, you know, around the company that results in uh, lots of deaths. And they steal the oil. You know what I mean? They just they make it horrible for them. They torture them. They make them scared. That's they, true. But I know I know for a while there something in the pipeline. They were uh, like in the middle of the pipeline. They were just like siphoning that shit off in the trucks all day long. Isn't that crazy, dude? You have to be some ballsy. That's what kind of that's what kind of people that's what kind of people are being bred here for this greed. You know, these people are savage, man. These cartels are savages, man. These are the type of people like when you make it, when you're trying to, you know, make your way, they recruit these guys. These guys live a certain lifestyle. They're not like me and you and, you know, our listeners out there. They are savages, man. They will kill you no matter no matter what it takes. They'll kill you any way they want to send a message. Cartels kill to send a message. They don't just kill to kill because they don't even care. In the U.S., you'd be trying to bury the body or try to put it in some, 
you know, acid or something or try to hide it or do something. You know what I mean? These guys, they just, they don't care. They just leave it out there, man. It's sad. Got to make an example. Yeah, you got to set an example, but all of the um, three-letter agencies in the world are not going to stop this kind of behavior. No. Because you can't prevent this. You can't prevent travesty like like you know you can't prevent these types of guys these guys are walking around like a mini army it's about money man money 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 and who's got the money we got all the money you know because we're not shipping any drugs down to mexico we should be we should be we make all the best shit we should ship all our fucking benzos and vicodins and shit down we should start sending them them all our uh our ADHD and medication. So what What if we sent them all the great, the best drugs, the cleanest, they're like the wholesaler, we sent it to them, then they would send them back over the border and it would be good drugs. These that's a good idea. That's a real good idea. Man, you come up with some good ones. I gotta give it to you. I do um like the fact that a lot of people that I talk to and a lot of people that we know are waking up to realize that this isn't working. And one of the people that I follow, um, and been watching a lot of lately because of a project is uh Steven D'Angelo. If you guys know him, uh, he is the founder of the, uh, what is it called? He's founder of the compassion club or the, the wellness center in, in California. One of the first ones, one of the first cannabis companies in California, uh, he founded that, and now he's got a project going on called The Last Prisoner Project. And this project is very um, right along the lines of the DAP. Because what he's trying to do is he's trying to get the 40,000 or so prisoners that were arrested for cannabis crimes in the United States He's trying to get those people released. And um, he has a he has a project called the last president, last prisoner project. And he's trying to get he's trying to get him released. So I think it's a good cause. And I think it's a I think it's a long overdue. And I think that we should support that. I think that anybody listening to this should go find uh, Steve D'Angelo's um, Facebook page or IG page or Twitter and they need to follow and click and support the last prisoner project because it's what the DAP is all about yes these guys these like these young guys like Chris Reichert shouldn't be getting more time than a person that murdered somebody you know, people that exactly. people that are killers only get 15, 20 years. 
20 years, 25 years. I mean, depending on the crime, but a lot of drug dealers like, like Chris, 20 pounds of marijuana, 23 years in prison. Come on. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's uh, it might, might have not even been his drugs. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they were, I think he kind of was circumstantial, but we're going to have, you know, his mom's going to be on the podcast soon uh, to help clarify. She's going to tell the story, but um, yeah, I think that, I think that uh, something's re- really messed up with the justice system here, guys. It has been for a long time, but there's not like that main push. There's not that main person that's pushing this to get it, you know, in front of people. They, they, they softened the laws a little bit in 2018 with, with the house bill that they passed. Uh, they softened some of the mandatory laws and stuff, but man, we need to do a lot more. We need to get these guys out of prison. We need to give them an opportunity to live these guys and women. You know, when I say guys, I mean, everybody, I don't mean just, you know, one or the other. I'm talking about everybody in prison for drug crimes, for low level, nonviolent drug crimes should be immediately released from prison, especially during the COVID-19 crisis right now. Damn it. I fucked up. The whole show you went without it. Damn it. I thought for sure. I thought I would say cock before I said that, but. That's so fucked up, man. I can't oh, believe I made man. it that whole time without saying it. It is fucked up the whole show, man. I did it. Fuck it. It's time to end the show. Hey, peace, everybody. We God love you, man. It. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you uh, check out uh, Happy Life Herbals for the CBD. Make sure you check out some of our uh, supporters. Check out that Ralph William podcast. Check out Claudia Mirandi, the Don't Punish Pain movement. Check out Justin Neal at uh, MarijuanaDeliveryService.com. Check out Doug McVeigh at drugtruthfacts.org check out matt frazier over at uh drug truth facts australia damn